Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Tech Preacher Podcast. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Oh, hopefully you ready. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready, baby. Are you ready? Yes. Come on. Oh, yes, indeed. Listen, man, I'm going to talk about some things here on this uh, podcast, man. I'm I'm, I'm, going to give y'all guys some of my thoughts about a lot of things, man. And and some of the frustrations that I go through as a tech reviewer, right? Listen, man, every day I'm in this studio, man. Every day I'm working hard in this studio, man. And I try to give you guys the best videos, the best reviews possible. My reviewing process is a little different from everybody else. But by me having this rigid reviewing process sometimes brings in controversy and let's talk about it oh yeah let's talk about it right um so i want to give you guys an update on my pixel fold the situation and i'm gonna talk about explaining my thoughts about what's going on with the google pixel fold and i want to talk about my review process uh when i'm review reviewing devices right it's been controversial uh, for me, just because, listen, man, let me, let's, let's talk about it. This is my new Pixel, right? I got it uh, this past weekend. So I've been having the, the Google Pixel for about three or four days. Uh, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Then my new Pixel came in. I made my old Pixel, got my new Pixel, came in. But let's talk about my review process, right? And I'm going to talk about people in general, whether that's going to be content creators or, or, or regular folks. I try to do things different on this YouTube channel, different from the status quo. I try to do things, you know, different to to showcase the good, the bad, the ugly of devices, right? And when I do that, when your beloved device passed those tests, right? When I make videos about battery tests, uh, you know, camera tests, you know, all kinds of different tests, and I make separate videos of all this stuff. If, if your beloved device passed all those tests, you love me. It's, oh my God, it's the best phone. I, that's what I keep telling everybody is you got to buy into XYZ phone because it's just that good. But as soon as I take a, your beloved device and I do some tests, battery tests, stress tests, heat tests, camera tests, this test, that test, then everybody say, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing these tests. You got a bad phone. You got a lemon. You got to return that phone and get a new phone. Because I can't, my phone don't do that. You the worst tech reviewer in the in the world. You know, I can't I can't believe you. You you don't see how bad your phone is. Why don't you go on and and return your phone to get a new one? And so, you know, but I I I, I this controversy has been a divide uh because I don't I don't people that love their devices. It don't matter what I say, no matter what, I'm wrong. It don't matter if I say anything bad about the device, I'm wrong. Because their beloved device that they got in their hand doesn't doesn't do exactly what I'm I'm showcasing with the device I'm reviewing. You think about this, how people are. When your beloved device got features and functionality and past tests and everything else, everything is all good. But as soon as I do tests and your beloved device start failing tests, then things are bad. Listen, man, I I got over 230 phones, man. I've been doing YouTube for about seven years. I've reviewed countless of devices having that many phones. 
I try to review devices differently because I believe that it don't matter if a phone or tablet or computer costs 20 bucks or 2,000 bucks. I believe that it's still money. I review devices different based off of cost. If a device costs, you know, $500 and under, then my expectations of that device is different because it's a, a lower tier device, even though they be some free flagships, some be very good high end devices. But my, my plan of thought is different because they are lower cost device. So if you do run into some issues, if you do run into maybe a, a 1080p instead of a 1440p or 90 hertz instead of a 120 hertz on a $300 phone, then you could you could make exceptions for that. Right. You could make exceptions for that because it's not a thousand dollar phone. So when I do my reviews, I based everything off of cost. So when a device is above the one thousand dollar price point, I believe that it shouldn't fail. No tests. I believe that it's no excuses that a device, you know, should say, well, you know, uh, I don't do this with my phone. I still love the phone no matter what. And even though it costs, you know, over a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars or two thousand dollars, it's all good. I love my beloved device. But in my testing phase, I don't I don't test like that. I don't test devices that cost almost two thousand dollars like a device that costs three hundred dollars. So I do rigorous tests. I do stress tests. I do all these type of tests on the device to showcase whether or not it's good or bad. Especially for the price point. I do my reviews totally different from everybody else. So that brings me to the Pixel Fold. I've had I've had I've had a a very difficult history with Google, right? In their devices. Uh let's go all the way back to listen, I've had a lot of Google phones, right? Uh and you know when I review Google phones, I always run into some issues here or there. Again, let's talk about the history. When I had, I made the Pixel 5 because when I was, you know, people was telling me that I had a bad phone. Okay. I made the Pixel 6 Pro uh, because people was telling me I had a bad phone after doing rigorous tests. Uh, I, I made the Pixel 7 Pro because once again, when I was doing tests, People was, you know, advising me, uh, hit me up and telling me I had a bad phone. So I already made it. I already made the Pixel 4, and this is my new Pixel 4, uh, because when I was doing rigorous tests, it was failing those tests. So people suggested that I had a bad phone. So from the Pixel 5 all the way to the Pixel full of RMA and got new phones. When I got the Pixel 5 back from RMA, my brand new Pixel 5, it had the same issues. You know, when I did my tests. When I got my Pixel 6 Pro back from RMA, uh, it displayed the same issues when I did my tests. When I RMA and got my new Pixel 7 Pro back, and I did my tests, it's failed the same tests. And me having the Google Pixel 4 for the past four days, 
I attempted to do the same test and once again, it failed. So that brings me to the conclusion of that either two things happening, either I need to sugarcoat the test what I do with Google product or maybe change my testing method. Because again, once I test devices like Samsung or even Motorola or OnePlus and, and all these other devices, when they pass the test of my rigorous test, whether that's going to be outside, heat test, stress test, camera test, and all this here, I'm the best tech reviewer on the planet. Oh, my God, I can't believe you're going to complete detail. This is what I'll be looking for. Oh, my God, that's what, that's what I love. Yes, that's what I need to know. I need to know all the details about my device that I'm about to drop tons of money on i'm glad you do these tests thank you very much or people would say i got that phone and god i didn't even know that the phone could do all that I, I, I appreciate you doing these tests thank you very much but reverse it to when you come up with issues and you talk about it you make videos about it oh you're the worst tech reviewer on the planet i can't believe you're making these tests nobody don't use their phones like that why you even do these tests i, I mean it's, it's a phone for christ's sakes why you know if you're gonna be in a thousand degree heat every phone go go have these issues if you're gonna do stress tests, no who does stress tests on the phone oh my god i can't believe that you who, who be out 3 a.m in the morning doing nighttime footage who does that nobody don't do that nobody don't do night nighttime photos nobody don't do none of that stuff all that stuff you're doing is it's, it's here or there. I, I don't have no problem with my phone. I, I don't see why you even make them tests. See, it's good for the goose, but bad for the gander, right? So the uh, the Pixel 4 has been a huge controversy for this YouTube channel. Um, and uh, I, I'm making some huge decisions about this device. When the Google Pixel 4 got announced, I was excited for it because I, I believe that, you know, we need this device in the United States. We need Google to bring something to the table. We need competition from Samsung and, uh, and Apple. We need that. And to this day, I still believe we, we, we need that, right? We need that. We need this, the Pixel 4 and Pixel devices to be great. We need them to, in the United States. And when I got the device, when I first got it, long as I'm in a studio, long as I'm at my office, long as I'm maybe in a restaurant, I was having a great time. No problem with the Pixel 4. Even, uh, you know, going outside in certain scenarios, it was great. It's been great, right? But for the past month and a half, I've been uh, working a lot of outside gigs, right? And it's extremely hot outside. So as, as I'm working outside, I bring devices that I can trust, because if I need to do emails, if I need to pan out uh, text messages, if I need to take some photos or videos or whatever while I'm outside doing some work, then I need a device that I can trust. I understand it's extremely hot. We go through this every year. We know about this every year. Listen, I have over 200 smartphones. I've been on YouTube for six and a half years or so. I I, I believe that I'm best, best experienced on how to review a phone. And I try to review phones differently. Everybody can turn on the camera and say, oh, the build quality is great. The specs are great. And the cameras are great. Thank you very much for watching. But how high? When you put it through tests, you know, heat tests and, uh, you know, stringerous tests, it sees what the device can do in those extreme conditions. And a lot of people go, well, why would you do these tests anyway? Is this a phone? But it's not just a phone. 
It's a personal computer in your pocket that can do more than phone things. That means that you need a device to be reliable. Battery got to be great. You know, the screen got to be great. The speed got to be great. The performance got to be great because you paid your hard-earned money for it. And how you know this before you buy it, you watch YouTube videos, you watch coverage about it, you see whether or not it's good or if it's bad. You watch videos. Listen, man, I'm going to tell you this. Before I bought this microphone, before I bought my Sennheiser 416, before I bought all my recorders, before I bought my Rodecaster Pro 2, before I bought my cameras, before I bought everything, before I swiped my credit card and spent my hard-earned money, I did what's called research. Research entails uh, watching YouTube videos of reviews that already got the product and going online and reading information about it. The first thing that the most people want to know is the good and the bad and the ugly about that device. Because if you buy that device, you already know. You already know whether or not how good it is or if it's going to have some issues. So you watch countless of different people uh, videos to get that information. But if you hear if you hear videos and this is one of the reasons why I started YouTube, by the way, when I started YouTube, it's because of I had a device in my hand and I was watching YouTube videos. And and I remember it was the iPhone uh, 3G or something iPhone, the first iPhone or whatever, first iPhone, no iPhone 3GS or whatever. This is what made me start YouTube. Every video I watch, everything that I watch was given nothing but praise. Everything was positive, no negative, no opportunities, nothing. It was positive. I heard it, the, the iPhone 3GS was giving you all day battery life. It was giving you the speed of, 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 a, of a jet. It was doing this. It was doing that. The cameras was fantastic. It was the best device on the planet. And I'm sitting with the, the phone in my hand and I'm getting about 30, 45 minutes, an hour screen on time. So how could it, how could a device that I got in my hand that has an hour screen on time and everybody giving it high praise about, you know, it's the best phone on the planet, right? Because, and so this is what made me start my YouTube channel because I want to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. I want to put devices through rigorous tests. I want to talk about some of the opportunities of devices so that brings me to the pixel 4 i've been documenting my issues with it right i got the pixel 4 again in the studio out out the, in the uh when i'm going to dinner out in my business i'm great but it it and it's a history with the tensor 2 we know about this it's a very capable device when it comes down to speed it just how it does have thermal issues so uh and it kind of caught me off guard because I was using the Pixel 4 outside in extreme temperatures. And all of a sudden, the, the, the screen started dimming and all kinds of things like that. I, I couldn't see it. So I started getting upset about it. Like, man. So I started documenting it, started making videos about it, uh, doing it in parts. Part one, part two. Then I made part three. And then, uh, you know, a lot of people was hitting me up and say, hey, man, I got the same phone. I had those issues. Blah, blah, blah. This, that, and, other. and that's fine. And so... Again, personally, dealing with Google history, I, I felt that I didn't have this problem with the. I, I, I don't, you know, every RMA that I did when I got it back, I didn't have no problem. But I RMA did anyway, and I got it back, and it, it commenced the same issues. So, you know, when people hit me up and say, hey, you know, just go and get rid of it, just go to get your new phone, that's fine, you know. So, this past weekend, this past weekend, when I got my Pixel 4, booted it up, set it up, ready to go 
I went outside to the park. Extreme temperature. I understand it. I, I do understand it. Set it up in the park. I had cold boots. Had my camera set up. I had three devices set up. All right. And what I, my plan of thought was to film uh, the outside visibility of the device along with other devices. Right. Turn the pixel forward on. Turn on the other devices. Hit the hit the record button on the camera. I started doing commentary. Maybe two minutes in, the Pixel 4 started dimming. The other device was bright as sunshine. Uh, five minutes, five to seven minutes, going until almost close to 10 minutes, the Pixel 4 shut off. The other device was shining like sunshine after 10 minutes. I turned the camera off because, you know, this controversy with the Pixel 4, with Google, period, brings in stuff that I don't, I, I try not to, get myself involved in on this YouTube channel, right? It's just a phone at the end of the day, right? And I don't want to lose, I don't want to be in a in the middle of controversy saying that I'm the only one that have these issues. And, uh, you know, so what I decided to do was I turned the camera, I do not want to uh, drop any type of videos about this situation until maybe some software updates and maybe some future software updates or maybe wait till winter time. Maybe I'll wait till December to do uh, these type of tests. Um, because other devices that I had in the mix was bright as sunshine. They didn't shut down. They didn't get hot. They didn't overheat. They didn't give me no heat warning. They didn't give me anything. So other devices was 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 doing this, doing this due diligence and in, in, in direct sunlight the Pixel 4 cut off on me in 10 minutes. And this is the brand new one that I got. So I say that to say this, is that, uh, you know, either my review process has to be a little different with the Pixel 4, which, uh, I, you know, it is what it is, right? Or I'm just not going to make videos about it. But I probably still make videos about it. I mean, that's it is what it is. And some things that I did do to the Pixel 4 to try to help it, Right. Uh, I turned off 5G services, so I'm running LTE on it to try to extend my battery life a little bit. All right, so I'm using uh, LTE instead of 5G, and it helped a little bit on battery life. Uh, also, I turned off 120 hertz, and I'm only running 60 hertz, which, listen, one of my primary devices is the LG V60, 60 hertz. It runs fast. I'm not worried about the 120 hertz. It, it's still smooth and fluid. But that does help with thermals and it does help with battery life. Uh, so that's some of the things that I did to extend my battery life and to extend to, you know, chop down the thermals a little bit on the Pixel 4. Is a Pixel 4 a great device? It's a great device for me in my studio, in my office, if I'm going to a restaurant, if I'm outside, but I'm under trees, it's not hot outside, stuff like that. I can, I do see under pavilion. I do see, you know, the device like that. It does kick up a little bit. I do see the, the display kick up a little bit, maybe about 10, 15 seconds, and then it goes dim. Uh, so uh, is it a great device? It's it's the best of Google software is good. Uh, you know, when you open it up, you got some app scaling issues with it, right? That hopefully Google would fix. Uh, the cameras are really good on it. Uh, it's a fast, fluid device. Uh, it's the best of Google. I love call screening. I love a lot of things that the Pixel bring to the table uh, and stuff like that. So, listen, man, I, it's, it's an $1,800 phone. I didn't pay $1,800. So, you know, it's like 
even though I didn't pay $1,800, we was talking about how you, you shouldn't have to pay $1,800 for the device, but I didn't pay $1,800 for it. So I took my main SIM out of the Google Pixel 4. I got a third, uh, secondary, thirdary SIM in it, uh, and I got it in, in and out my rotation. If I'm going to do some outside work, if I'm filming clients, if I'm doing anything on the outside and it's extreme temperatures, I would not bring the Pixel 4. But if I'm in my studio or at my office or if I'm going out to dinner or something like that, I will roll with the Pixel 4 because I understand those conditions. It's great for the Pixel 4. So, you know, I still utilize the device for what it is. It's still a great device, but I, it, it has limitations and I know the limitations. And so one of the things that I won't do is I already know that the device can't handle certain situations and I won't make videos about that because listen, man, I got over 200 phones, man. I don't want no controversy. Listen, man, for the last week and a half, two weeks, I've been making coverage about the Pixel Fold. I've been hearing, I've been getting DMs from people, emails from people, people telling me stop making Pixel Fold videos, people telling me stop bringing it outside, people telling me that, you know, they don't do that with their phones. I don't know why I do that, making all these stupid videos about the Pixel Fold being outside and all that stuff like that. So listen, man, it's been a lot of hate that I've been encountering from uh, people uh, of the videos that I've been making about the Pixel 4. Listen, man, I will make the Pixel 4. I still won't never sugarcoat it. Listen, man, I won't sugarcoat it, people. You can email me. You can DM me. You can tell me all kinds of stuff. You can call me. You can hate me all you want. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit on this YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I remember a long time ago when I used to make videos about the, the Galaxy devices, right? Uh, and that this is the same thing that happened when I, when I used to make videos about the overheating issues. Matter of fact, I used to make videos about overheating on the Galaxy Note 7 before they got recalled. I was making overheating videos. Go watch it on my channel. I was making heat test videos on the Note 7 before it got recalled. And I was complaining about the heat back then. I Listen, it was so crazy before the Galaxy Note 7 got recalled. I was making heat test after heat test after heat test because I felt this phone was hot. And you know what people was telling me, man? I got a bad phone. I got uh, a limit. And that, and it was so crazy because I got three Galaxy Note 7s. Go watch my channel. I got three Galaxy Note 7s, right? And I used to do all kinds of heat test videos about the Galaxy Note 7 before it got recalled. And people was hating on me. People were like, man, you're a small YouTube channel. You just started. Nobody don't do tests like that. Nobody don't do no, no heat tests and all that stuff like that. But guess what happened? The Note 7 got recalled because of heating and blowing up, exploding and catching on fire. And I was making videos on the YouTube channel about it. This is why I, this is, one of the reasons why I do these type of videos, stress test videos, heat test videos, all these, you know why? Because if, if a device have a problem, I believe that people need to know about it. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. And so for the, for the, when I used to make videos of, of the note seven and, and the heat issues, people used to hit me up. People used to tell me all kinds of it. 
tell me I need to quit YouTube. They telling me that they know seven wasn't giving them no problems. They was telling me that, oh, uh, you, I don't know why you're so hot. Mine's cool. Mine's cool to the touch. Mine's ain't got no no issues with it. And I don't know why you making videos about heat on the No Seven. And here we go. The No Seven got recalled. I was making video after video after video about it expressing my concerns about the heat and everything else in between with the Note 7 and people's calling me out for it. I, I say that to say this, right? When I make controversial videos about people's beloved devices, right? People highly get upset over it. And, you know, the, the emails and the DMs that I get because people don't like to some of the videos that I make testing these devices. Again, when it's when it's good, you get praise. When you talk about some critical issues, all of a sudden, I'm the bad person. So I decide that the, the Google Pixel 4 won't be my main device. It'd be like a third device. It'd be in my rotation. It won't leave the studio. It'd be in, in the studio. I can, I can rock and roll with, with the studio. Wait for a couple of updates. Let's wait till maybe October. You know what I'm saying? Then I start bringing it outside and stuff like that. It, it is what it is, right? If you love your beloved Pixel, listen, I've watched countless of videos of the Pixel 4. People absolutely love their Pixel 4s, right? Every video I watch, you know, people review it. They talk about how good it is as far as the software. They talk about the build quality. They talk about the cameras. And that's all good. Me, I review phones differently. I do stress tests. I do heat tests. I do inside and outside tests. I do nighttime tests. I do all kinds of different tests on devices. But when I do those tests, then you expose, you know, you expose companies. When I use an ND filter on uh, my device, I, I you know, I, I noticed that the Pixel 4, it has uh, color variations, right, that other devices didn't commence. And again, people hit me up and say, oh, well, you just got a bad phone. That's why you got it. And guess what? The new phone, the brand new phone. And I put an ND filter on my Canon 90D and I put it on the phone and I still got color uh, variations. So at the end of the day, man, I mean, listen, I, I don't want to be... The person that have this huge controversy all the time, man, and, and stuff like that, man. And I mean, look, man, it's just the phone, you know. I mean, look, I got 230 phones to pick, so it's all good. It ain't my main phone. I got 230 phones to pick, so it's all good, baby. And so I'm not going to, you know, be hated across, you know, the Internet from, from deep fans because of that. I was can still continue to do my tests. Right. But I've documented my issues with the Pixel 4 and it's, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. It's all good. I love it. I love the outer display. I, it is cool. I mean, listen, in my studio, it's ice cold. It works great. The screen is bright enough. It works great and everything. When I open it up, it works great. It get flat. I love it. The battery life is okay. If I, if I got a problem with the battery life, I got charges in here. Just pop it on the charge. I'm good to go. If I need to leave to go to a restaurant or whatever, make sure they're nice and charged up and I'm good to go. I mean, listen, it's all good, baby. All right, let me get out of here. Get out of here. All right, another episode of the Tech Preacher Podcast. Maybe I could keep talking on and on, but we got to get out of here. All right. Thank y'all guys very much. Listen, man, I just wanted to make this podcast to, to, to 
clear out the airwaves about my thoughts about the Pixel 4. I got my latest Pixel 4. I've been having it for about four four days or so. And uh, it's been a great device so far. I just know it's limitations. That's it. That's it. Uh, and uh, but I, yes, I took my main sim out of it and uh, and and, uh, and I put it in my S23 Ultra night, right? So I got my S23 Ultra that I got my main sim in right now, and I'm gonna rock with it, baby. Listen, man, it's all good. You know, we gonna move on. We gonna move on to the next device, baby. It's all good, baby. Thank y'all guys very much for listening to another episode of the Tech Preacher Podcast. We will see you next week. Same bad place, same bad time, baby. Oh. Thank y'all guys very much. We're going to see you next week, baby. Listen, man, this is how I feel, man. And uh, I'm going to continue to fight the fight. But, man, some things, man, woo, you got to let go, man. <laughs> now, listen, man, I'm go- it's all good. I know it's limitations. And uh, I'm going to roll with it, baby. I'm going to see y'all next week. Later.